0: On this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock, we talk circles around a new feature Twitter is testing. Microsoft Advertising is making new remarketing lists and you should check them twice.
1: Customer match is now matching to more uses within Google Ads.
0: All on today's show. Welcome, you are listening to Marketing
1: O'Clock, just stay tuned, digital marketing news, but let's get specific, digital ads, SEO and analytics, social media and more, pretty much everything that'll make your website perform, with new shows every Friday, we give you the news with sass and puns and definitely high tech thank you for tuning in, you know what time it is, it's officially marketing o'clock. Parker. Settle in, sit back, keep it
0: locked. Hey there, I'm Christine Zernhel. AKA Shop. I'm Jess
2: Bud. And I'm Greg Finn.
0: And it is officially marketing o'clock here on May 6th, 2022. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us here in May. And hello, Greg Finn. You took a very rare vacation. We haven't seen you in almost a week.
1: Yes, uh, my wife was in a conference in Florida and I took the kids down there and joined um, saw some dolphins hung out at a pool. Mm. Saw a bald eagle like I was 10 feet from bald eagle eating a fish. I Pretty
0: didn't crazy. know that's Florida. really cool. cool. I saw
1: two of them. They just sit on piers and like eat fish. It's weird. It's super super cool. Um, but my kids are just they're just I don't I don't know. They're just little psychos in a way like lovable. One thing that they always do is try to add on more context to something if you're like oh hey Ryan Mountcastle is a good baseball player like they'll jump in and be like yeah he hit one 405 yards or something like that or feet you know and you're like, and they always try to add stuff on to like sound good and so we're talking about when we're getting home and all these different things and we're like yeah and we'll be home by 3 352 as long as the flight's not delayed and my daughter jumps in and goes yeah we'll get home by 352 as long as the flight's not delayed or the plane crashes. And I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, that's technically correct. And they're talking about it again. And we're like, all right, yeah, we're going to he- get into, you know, the layover by by 12, by 12.15. It's like, yeah, we'll get to the layover by 12.15 unless the plane crashes.
0: <laughs> she doubled down. And I'm like, wait, what's <laughs>
1: happening? So we get to the airport and the f- we're at Fort Myers or something. Ew, it's the worst airport I've ever been to. And. We get to the plane, and it's like, oh, we've got maintenance issues. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, are you a witch?
2: <laughs> She's a soothsayer, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there's like police and emergency units and medics, a stretcher there. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I guess one of the pilots was having a problem or something, and it was ridiculous. So I spent 12 hours in airports and didn't get home till 12-ish this morning, but –
0: if the problem had happened while you were in the air. Yeah. She, her prediction could have been true. No,
1: I think she was on to something
2: that she was picking up on vibes, yeah. Unless the plane crashes Just <laughs> straight face like she's telling you about y'all you to just listen to her. if She's got I thoughts. So take heed. Yeah,
1: so that was that was what uh, my vacation was. And I'm also bad at vacation. I'm just happy to be back with y'all.
0: Yeah, of course, <laughs> you're back just in time for marketing o'clock couldn't miss an episode. Never.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a lot like you Shep. Yes. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. And while you were away, you decided to make uh, Jess Bud the official plant taker carer of her in the office. Yeah, she
1: did a great job. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so I don't know if everyone sees, but we've lost a plant. <laughs> the one remaining is fake, right? Yeah,
2: it's fake. It's plastic. <laughs> that plant is completely deflated. The one that used to be here. We'll that have plant, to, show a picture. to be fair, was never doing well. <laughs> you and it see? wasn't even on the list of plants Greg told me to water, which maybe was on purpose because I thought I did something good by watering it. And he tells me it was overwatered. So <laughs> I feel like I tried to go above and beyond the call of duty and just took somebody out with me <laughs> plant is so
1: dead so i went to the everglades on a boat tour and the the water in this plant is greater than the entire everglades it's just overwatered. Well, but i think it was me to be fair
2: yeah definitely you because i <laughs> it's on screen
1: now it's just a dilapidated plant
2: i'm glad it's here i feel comforted by it all the other plants are doing okay you did an amazing job I just Here's don't. Shop. She's
0: not a plant lady. I don't oh, no.
2: know why she got the job. I think I was just like in the room when he was watering the other plants. I was like, oh, someone needs to do this. You tag your it. He gave me really good instructions on all the other plants. This plant wasn't mentioned. Okay. So it's not his fault. You're just thriving. For a
0: reason. <laughs> Makes sense. And we have a big announcement here because our long-awaited new merch has arrived. We have some beautiful, they're supposed to be periwinkle. It's more of a light blue, but it's very pretty or cool, or whatever your vibe is. These are wonderful t-shirts, and they say auto-applies. L-I-E-S is very big, because we're just, Google Ads is feeding us lies with these auto-applies. And I think they're hilarious. And it has one of my favorite emojis, the upside-down smiley face. Yeah, it's a good one. So I'm really excited about this one. They're killer-approved. She's the new fashion girl in the office. She loves them. She helped us design them. And we are giving these out to the top 20 winners of Marketing a Bracket, right?
1: Yep, and then we're going to have more giveaways to just, Follow us on social at Marketing O'clock.
0: Yes, so hopefully we'll have your size, and we'll be in touch over the next week. And keeping it
1: here with the Ukraine update, bright look. Obviously, there's a, a, a war going on or an invasion, and Bright Local is having a local SEO for Ukraine. It's a conference, and you can get tickets and all. It's six hours of talks, uh, Q and As, and panels about local SEO, and the money is donated to help Ukraine. So if you're looking for yet another way to help out, check out bright local at bright local on Twitter and you should see it there. I believe it is pinned. So thanks bright local. Appreciate it.
0: And getting into the news this week, from Greg Finn for search engine land, Microsoft ads is hitting us again. It's a new month. They have that monthly recap post with basically everything they've been holding back from announcing on their blog. So it's a lot at once everyone should buckle up. Biggest headline here is they have these new auto-generated remarketing lists. So you might see this pop up when you're logged in. It says new remarketing lists for your account. We've created a few default audience targeting lists for your account that you can use. You can use these lists to target your campaigns and ad groups. And I can't read that and Jess can barely. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have it bigger in the YouTube video, but it's really small on my screen. So there are three lists that they're auto-generating. The first is all visitors. These are people who have been to your site in the past 30 days. Then they have all converters, people who have converted in the past 180 days. And then they have smart remarketing. This, according to Microsoft, is people who are likely to convert. These audiences are powered by Microsoft Advertising's audience intelligence with a goal of providing high conversion rates. I'm always I'm even scared with Microsoft than Google ads, they say the word smart, but it is probably worth the test. And I hope it's actually remarketing because they're calling it remarketing and not just anyone mm-hmm. we think is going to convert.
1: Yeah, I should probably get more information on that. Yeah. Let's, let's but on vacation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were you writing these articles on vacation?
2: Yeah.
0: Cease um, and desist. Yes.
2: No wonder the bald eagles showed up. <laughs> like, let's distract I just this man sleep, and I was just oh, I'm like, Oh, my God.
0: So probably worth a test, but I would be weary tread lightly there. Also, dynamic surge ads are rolling out in a ton more markets, more countries. So if you don't have those available to you in your account yet, I would check this blog post to see if you can use them now. Okay, then we have this line from Greg. Advertisers will also be rejoicing,
2: which Greg. Sorry. Cease and desist. (laughs) That is, first of all, that's my line. Second of all, it's a
0: great line. It's a tribute
2: to you. Thank you.
0: That's what I thought there was a little wink in there. Also, I started saying cease and desist to my one year old when she is doing she things. But, yeah, because she, well, now she's saying no is like her only word. So when something's really bad, I have to make it clear like, this is
2: really bad. Cease and desist. Wow. Her vocabulary is going to be <laughs> that's good. Good momming. I hope so.
0: Um, you also are going to have the ability to use DSAs on subdomains. Um, Quote, exact auto target URLs are coming for more fine-tuned URL equals targeting over the URL contains operator. So that'll make specific targeting much easier for advertisers. And finally, you can manage images in Microsoft Advertising Editor. And there are enhancements coming to the man. Speaking of the man, this man Greg, what is your headshot in here? Is this from when you used to work for Search Engine Land? Yeah, I can't figure out how to change it. I went through, I uploaded a new one.
1: This is literally me from a picture from when I worked at LogicalSolutions.net in
2: 2005. Wow. I mean, you look the same. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. But
0: you would never take a picture like that. Never. It's Button like, down, like, you yeah, never. On. I have a
1: tie for you could see more of it. It's ridiculous. <laughs>
0: That's so amazing. Funny. I went through. I'm like, I don't know how to change. It. I
1: went to gravitar.com I went. I oh, uploaded my picture. Gravitar. It's not Gravatar. I found out that I don't know how to change this picture, but it, it that is technically me, nearly 20 years ago.
0: It kind of wow. shows how seasoned you are, though. So
2: it's kind of fun to leave. I
1: guess it just doesn't look like me. People, when when I took this, people were like, you look old. And now I feel like it looks young. I don't know.
2: I feel like you look, I mean, you wouldn't pose like that and you certainly wouldn't wear that outfit, but you look exactly the same minus the glasses. Well, thanks. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. It's just not your vibe at all. No, mm. <laughs> Very business <laughs> professional.
1: I know. I got like a little smize on. I, I hate it.
0: <laughs> what else is happening this week? All
1: right. As seen first by Sam Kesnich in our Discord channel, there was an... Email. They went out to many Google Ads advertisers out there about the use of customer match in Smart Bidding in optimized targeting. So this is a pretty decent size change for the way that customer match lists will be working. And instead of just being able to put those in and target and be able to bid adjust up or only target that, um, it will actually work to in Smart Bidding. So in optimized targeting rather. Both, both of them. And it's and or it can work in either or. So that in, insight is going to help drive to get more performance from both of those. Um, and one of the nice things is you kind of actually opt out of using these lists. So if you have a smart list of people that are like, you know, I want to, I want to void or something like that, or purchasers that we don't want to send ads to or we don't want to, you know, bug them or whatever you have, however, you have got your campaign set up. Um, you'll be able to uncheck those as well. And this is gonna be something you'll be opted into. Um, and you are able to hop into your account settings, go to customer match lists, and you can then just check which lists you do not want to make it um, into your smart bidding or optimize targeting. So I dig it. It's one of these things where Google needs more to rely more on first party data. And this is a great way to take some of those lists that you have and expand it out, not only to just, you know, being able to target these people by themselves, but use that intelligence in other ways, smart bidding and that, you know, machine learning out there. So this should be a, a, a big benefit for people. And you can also just keep using manual bidding, and it will not count towards that. So it's only for those those two items there. Jess, what you got?
2: All right, next up in the main news this week, some of you, and that's in quotes on Twitter, can now tweet to a smaller crowd. On Tuesday at Twitter safety tweeted some tweets are for everyone and others are just for people you've picked. We're now testing Twitter circle, which lets you add up to 150 people who can see your tweets when you want to share with a smaller crowd. Some of you can create your own Twitter circle beginning today. That's a pretty big circle. I don't have that many friends though. Yeah, I,
0: I remember I have a sister who's younger than me. And when she was in high school, people did this thing called PT and it was like your private Twitter. Oh. And you'd tweet like the gossip that you didn't want everyone to see. This is essentially that.
2: So bringing a high school to Twitter sounds like drama.
0: Well, I would do it and just tweet about Real Housewives because nobody else cares about it. That would be fun.
2: That seems really nice. Yeah. I hope you're one of the, some of those folks that this test <laughs> is going out to. I, I don't hate it either. Again, I don't use Twitter, so it, it's hard for me to really take a stance on this. but people find it to be kind of a toxic place so for non-toxic helpful marketing folks that just want to share and help each other this could be really cool Danny Goodwin's article for search engine land this is a quote from it he says as responses to our poll on Elon Musk buying Twitter confirmed marketers view Twitter as toxic the word cesspool wouldn't be unfair I've heard from many people in the search industry that they don't bother tweeting anymore for fear of being attacked. So, I don't know who needs to hear this, but circles could be a nice solution for people that live in fear of that. Is this new? Like, you just have a community of folks that you always have positive, productive conversations with and want to help each other. It could be a nice place for that. also, we keep coming back to this. I'm afraid
0: because I don't have an edit button. And if I spell something wrong, I can't fix it. If I forget the L in Clocksker, I can't (laughs) fix it.
2: (laughs) But only 150 of your closest (laughs) friends would know. So, that's fine. I it there was mentioned in the article too of using it to like share exclusive content, which feels like kind of a sneaky way around super follows like Mm -hmm. you could share things with people as a brand or even your personal brand, right and not make people pay for that content. So I feel like that could be nice. But again, this is just a test. And it's only for some users. And we have no idea what the details on that are. But Greg, you use Twitter, what do you think?
1: Um, I, I'm a big fan of Twitter. And as we'll find out, I've I've done a 180 on Elon Musk and (laughs) And all that, so we'll get to that in the social part.
0: He looked great at the Met Gala.
1: I didn't didn't see, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I think there's almost too much going on right now. You can now make it so you can block people, and obviously they can't see that stuff. So that's one level. Then you've got super follows where you can have people pay to see that, and I get that that's not necessarily the same. But then you have Twitter communities, and to me that's where it's Hmm. almost it's really sort of similar, I guess. Maybe that that doesn't make sense, but you almost have too many choices. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. how am I going? You can, I love that you can remove yourself from the conversation. You can mute people. You can block people. You can make it so people can't interact with you. People can still, quote, retweet you. There's just so many different options that it makes it very, very daunting to figure out which one. Like, we have a Twitter community for American Clock. We've never shared it because I'm not sure exactly how we want to use it. I don't know. It just there's almost like so many options. Yeah. Out
0: there.
2: People also do use the feature on Instagram where you have your close friends list. I don't do I don't people have any that? friends. I feel like there's one person I've seen that from in my like that I'm privy to I guess maybe I'm just not on people's people list. Oh.
0: I hear all the girlies use it.
2: Like young people. I wouldn't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get. I guess if that's it, I get it. But the minute that you start having multiple circles, and you're putting people it's
2: that's Google, Plus, that's right? Google Plus. That was how yeah. Google Plus was. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's the, or if you could just pick one, if it's just okay, one yeah. if it's, star, if it's I don't know. If it's There's just like one, no it's information. Well, like people that you yeah. want
1: just your personal stuff to go out to, I'm all for it. If it's, it's just you're, you're making lots of different, lots of different possibilities out there. But yeah, that's a great point. If you want to share personal stuff to a small circle, I'm yeah. all for
2: it. I don't know. Well, some people can let us know how it is. We may never know. It's just a test for now. And any you listeners will be in
1: my circle out there put you all in my circle.
2: We have more than 150 listeners. I think <laughs> you might have to make some tough I'll make choices. What else is going on, Greg? All right,
1: Microsoft advertising has new certifications. And there's all new exams. And from going Microsoft advertising's had a lot of movement here. They went from one exam to three exams. Um, with this new certification, and you can get technically four certifications with these three exams. So the examinations that you can take are Microsoft advertising search certification is one, native display certification is two, and then shopping certification is three. Each of these exams 50 questions. And once you do all three of them, you can get what's called you just get it, you don't have to take another test for being a Microsoft advertising certified professional. And in my opinion, that logo is the best one it sort of looks like their elevate logo there um, i'm all for this i think it's great to try to have people um, you know run through there and especially if they're keeping it up to date i know there are other competitors out there that don't keep their exams up to date so it's nice that they revamped this and again <laughs> that's just the big problem with some of these things is i have not taken these i'll take them and report back at some point but hopefully there's not that much propaganda and what I would determine misinformation with some of the outdated stuff. Like I know it was about a month ago, where broad match modified was still in a question for a Google exam. So oh my god. Yeah. So we'll see how this one goes. But I love that. And then it's now in what is called a learning lab to make it modern and simple. And when you get in there, there are learning paths that you can take events, and then you get a dashboard and a trophy case. So a little bit of a gamification there. And I am all for this. You love to see it.
2: Now it's time for this week's Take of the Week. This is a hashtag fire digital marketing take with extra spice served up for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't influence. You make the call. And this week's Take of the Week comes
1: from Samara Hart at PixSim on Twitter. And Samara says, I've come to the conclusion that 70% of a current Google paid search analyst job is avoiding being gaslit by Google's performance improvement suggestions. Hashtag PBC job.
0: That is so true.
2: Seven low number. Might be low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Now it's time for this week's ICYMI. I? I see why am I people? This is something you just might not have seen. Maybe something that you overlooked. But you shouldn't have. I see
0: why people. PPC Greg, this all started a couple of weeks ago. Um, it all started with Glenn Gabe, as it always does. He mm-hmm. tweeted about Nextdoor launching an updated ads platform to help small businesses cl- connect with local communities. PPC Greg chimed in and said one of the reasons we stopped using Nextdoor was because the ads platform was so difficult to use. He's excited to get back and try it again. And then he updated us this week and said, if we haven't tried it yet, the account reps often offer multiple credits to get you started. So if you've been considering trying next door, it seems like now might be the time. I think they have a branding issue. They need to get like Kendra Wilkinson basket as a spokesperson. The girl next door. Yeah. (laughs) She's like trying to do the most right now. She just wrote a book. She's got a podcast like,
2: She's looking for some endorsement deals. Just hit her up. I mean, the last time that she was relevant was when that picture of Greg was taken.
0: <laughs> what about Alicia
1: uh, Cuthbert? Who? Cuthbert? How do you say her name?
0: She's not a girl
2: next door. You no, sure? Holly Madison, Bridget, Bridget Marquardt. Marquardt. How do you say her? Bridget <laughs> One Marquardt. One of those. And I think, I think yeah.
1: history will prove you wrong.
2: Okay. You talking about the
0: film? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 Haven't seen it.
2: Same. Now it's time for this week's Pew Pew Lightning Round. At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts paid, organic, and social.
0: First up in the paid universe this week, oh my God. <laughs> 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 We've got the another. New <laughs> People posing very important questions about performance, Max, that we should already have the answer to and getting an answer and it's confusing still. Okay, so PPC Kirk, ever heard of him? He said, PMAX question, many have asked whether leaving assets out of PMAX will keep it exclusively on product placements, but my understanding is if there's no assets, then Google will simply auto-generate those from the feed, landing page details, any other insights to offer. And then Ginny responded, didn't really clarify for him. So he clarified further. He said, if someone doesn't add in static assets, will Google still show a static asset ad on those placements? Ginny said, currently, if you only link a product feed, the campaign will only show in shopping ad formats and text ads if opted into final URL expansion. That said, Performance Max is goal-based and designed to find conversions and conversion value across all inventory. So we want to do recommendations include so we do recommend including all assets. Sorry, she had to squeeze that into 280 characters. Is that what it is now? Um, okay, so then Alex Vanderpool noticed that they also updated the information on the Google Ads Help Center. So now it's included there. So if you want to read all of that you can look it up there but getting some clarity there. It's just very frustrating. I feel like did they even know the answer before Kirk asked?
2: Probably not. I, I still don't know if they do. <laughs> Sorry, Jenny.
0: Every time someone asks one of these questions, I'm like, I, "Wait, <clears throat> what?" <laughs> I mean,
1: it's it and then she responded again to a separate question where she was saying that it includes shopping formats from search display. Including dynamic remarketing, dynamic prospecting, YouTube, and Gmail. This is—I understand that those are shopping formats, but it's obviously it's across everything.
0: Yeah, it's just very confusing. And then the fact that the information is rolling out on Twitter and like the feeds get crossed, and it's hard to
2: follow a Twitter thread. But then, do, also, if we didn't have the show, we wouldn't have this information. But if you don't put a, a video up
1: and it's on YouTube, obviously it could show up as shopping, but can it still create the video for you? Because you can't get out of that video creation,
0: mm.
1: right? Like I know you can't have static assets, but then are you going to get the you know Windows 95 video that they make for you?
0: I don't know. Don't, this yeah. is
1: the most unreal ad type I've ever seen, or campaign type and ad type. It just shouldn't be the same thing. It doesn't make sense. Like keep smart shopping. It's, it's this is just an, a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. This this campaign type. It's the worst thought out campaign I've ever seen.
0: Were you thinking about Performance Max the whole time you were in Florida? Yeah, that's why you couldn't sleep.
2: It <laughs> <laughs> was only... the bald eagle's name, <laughs> Performance and Max. He saw two. <laughs>
1: I understand all the eggs are in the basket of Google on this one. This is one of the worst decisions they've ever made.
0: Okay, and in other news, everybody, today Google announced its first privacy sandbox developer preview is live. This launch is the first step in the company's, quote, multi-year initiative to give big privacy boost to ads on Android without, quote, pulling an Apple. That quote is from the Android police. Wow, yeah. shots fired. So apparently Apple's under arrest because <laughs> <laughs> pulling an Apple's a new term for me. Um developers can access system images that include the latest privacy sandbox APIs including the topics API um and they're looking for feedback on this from developers. So I hope I hope they don't pull an Apple. Sarah Stamen asked PPC chat this week from her runner, do we say runner kick? Yep. Okay. She said, has anyone been asked to verify an account on Google Ads? I have one client in our MCC that got notifications and ignored it, and now the account is suspended. Oh, boy. Is that like the Mickey Mouse? Oh, boy. <laughs> it is <Wow>. now. <laughs> I'd like to hear that again. No, it will never <laughs> happen. <again. laughs> I bought tickets to Disneyland last night. Oh, so. did you call them? Yeah. Got sorted out. I spelled my last name wrong. so <laughs> Disneyland? Yeah, I'm going to... LA for my family's wedding, oh, wow. my brother's wedding in June, and of course I'm just making it about a Disneyland trip. Nice. And everyone's really stressed out from me, so I might be uninvited to a wedding. Well, then you can spend more time at Disney. Yeah, yeah that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so a bunch of people replied about their experience with this. Pauline Jackober at Group Twenty Seven Group spelled G R P. Just look her up. She said, we've had quite a few. If you start the process, it will extend the deadline. So start the process, people, or your account could be
2: suspended. Oh, boy. <laughs> From what I hear, it's not hard.
0: It can't be. The clients
2: I've had do it are like, oh, yeah, it was like three clicks done.
0: Yeah. But a lot of times there's people listening to this podcast whose client needs to do it. And it's sometimes it's hard to that's, get people to just do yeah, things. To just answer you.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's the hardest part.
0: Okay, Tales from PPC Reddit. This is posted by user Brew Teve. Do you think that's how you say that one?
2: Brew teeth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they said the do's and don'ts of Facebook ads right now for Q2 2022. I usually hate the ideas of do's and don'ts. Like that's kind of like an absolute, but these are okay. Do be patient while Facebook optimizes a campaign. Don't rely on your pixel data for retargeting. Instead, they say shift more focus on the social platform data. Do use ads to grow large, high quality audiences and don't assume winning lookalike and custom audiences will keep working the same as they used to. So the don'ts there are just like never say never, basically. So that's a fine don't for me. Okay, mark your calendars, everybody, because Activate, which is Microsoft Advertising's Partner Connection is coming up on May 18th, 2022. It's virtual, so you have no excuse not to be there. Um, it Apparently, they're saying, we will share content and strategies focused on our SMB audience. So I don't know if there's going to be like new announcements made. Seems more like optimization, best practices, strategy type talk, but sounds good. So see everyone there. Augustine, Foo has an article up on LinkedIn. It is called Thought Exercises on Programmatic Media. This is a very linkedin article, but it's actually really good. I think everyone should give it a read. It starts, marketers, it's Saturday morning. You've already lost me, Augustine. I
2: mean, yeah, you gotta be on LinkedIn on Saturday morning? <laughs> what are you, Greg Finn in Florida?
0: Whole, yeah, this whole article is very like, I don't know, LinkedIn. Let's do some thought exercises around the programmatic media b- that you're buying. The following thought starters are going to be mind-bending and thought-provoking. Hopefully, you will keep an open mind as you try to wrap your head around what may be mind-blowing head scratchers. And then the hero image is this gentleman. Is he lifting weights or doing pull-ups? I can't tell. But he's very strong. <laughs> it's very serious. I
2: think they're pull-ups. I think he's just standing there. Let's just...
0: He's very serious about programmatic media. And <laughs> he has like an indentation from his muscles in his back that
2: match like the Adidas logo in his hat. Three Stripe life, baby. Spawn Con. <laughs> this the is... only Adidas I know is the corn song, so just keep going.
0: Programmatic is serious. You have to use like the arm flexing emoji, you know? <laughs> um, so here's some of the thoughts. <laughs> Um, advertisers are addicted. Agencies are conflicted. Augustine's just so poetic. Bots are programmed to click. Humans click accidentally. And then his conclusion says, hopefully your eyes are opened after these thought provoking exercises. Don't worry, it's not the end of the world, but it is the beginning of you doing something about it and lifting those weights. I like that ending the lifting the weights part,
1: to be fair. <laughs> no, I, I like that ending.
0: No, no, it's a really good article. It is. I just don't do pull-ups. And he's like- <laughs> <laughs> so he's you will. And your you about I've a older. Gotta confess, I've never done one in my whole life. Wow. How many have you done? Pull-ups? Yeah. I don't even know how. <laughs> but in gym, did they used to make you try?
2: Probably. Yeah,
0: I do I look like I go to gym class? They wouldn't let you jump into the first one, which I think is unfair. Like, if I can jump, let me use that as a competitive advantage. But you know what I dominated in? The trunk lift. Do you What's know that, that one?
1: No. Pick you, up an elephant?
0: You lay on the ground, they put like a measuring tape on the wall and you just lift your like upper <sighs> body up. Cobra. Broke school records. Oh, well,
1: for all the
2: hula hooping you probably did, right? Mm-hmm.
0: That was like a separate record. That oh, was only, okay. that wasn't part of the presidential
2: fitness test. Mm-hmm. Someone called the Guinness Book. Shep's here.
0: <laughs> what is happening in organic?
2: All right. First
1: up, there was quite the hullabaloo on Twitter this week where when Google came out with a new certificate. And it's basically, I believe it's a digital marketing, digital special, digital marketing specialist certificate that you can get. And it's over on Barry Schwartz. He covered it on search engine Roundtable. So if you want to take this digital marketing course, that's offered on Coursera. um, And again, just quick, it's called the digital marketing and e-commerce certificate is a technical name of it. You can say qualify for in-job demands with a Google career certificate in digital marketing e-commerce. And some of the items listed in the bullet points are marketing coordinator. These are like jobs you can get. Search engine optimization specialist, paid search specialist, email marketing specialist, e-commerce associate, and media planner. First off, that's a huge variety for this course. So Mm -hmm. there must be a whole lot in there if you're taking this and then you can get one of these six jobs. Like those are wildly different jobs. Like, I get it if you're like, I'm going to be a digital marketing generalist or something, but, like, I guess this is going to teach you to be a specialist in SEO and paid search. So everybody was getting up in arms saying, all right, now you're getting a certificate in SEO. And I don't think that's what Google meant by this in the least bit, and it's not a certificate in SEO. They're just listing out what seems like all these different jobs that you can get from there. So there's a whole bunch of back and forth. I think it's not that big of a deal, but, you know, it's going to lead to people that take this course on Coursera. I'm not sure exactly how much it is. I should know. Um, but, and then coming and trying to sell people by saying I'm a specialist. So it looks like you can sh- enroll for free and then it's roughly, you just ha- I think you just have to pay the Coursera. I don't know. We'll, we'll get back. Well, f- I'll follow up next week, but, are then going to take this and be like oh i'm seo specialist we're like obviously that's not the case you could take this you could take the google certification and you are not a paid search specialist i get it they're trying to say that you might be applicable or you might be able to get these jobs hopefully you will get a job that will then train you and show you the ways of everything Um, so anyway somebody (sighs) responded on barry's article saying and their name was real seo and they say this is a hacking joke i changed the word there and he said, I spent 20 years proving my worth. I already deal with SEO specialists competing with me at a lower wage, and the majority of companies just don't get it. It's content keywords, page friendliness, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then Michael Martinez said, this is one step closer to SEO standards being handled, handed to the SEO industry by people who are not search engine optimization specialists by profession. I've been calling for the adoption of industry standards for over a decade. People keep saying there's no need for that. When standards are there, prospective clients and employers will expect everybody to comply with them. If you don't want to have a say in what those standards are, keep fighting against them. I thought that was a good point. Like, You definitely don't want Google setting those standards, for sure. So you can go check it out over on Search and Roundtable. Another thing that just happened here, I saw from Cyrus Shepard on Twitter. He said, crazy, you can't access the at Mose homepage from Google right now. A search for Mos shows an incredible eight removed results from overly broad DMCA filing. DMCA literally lets anybody abuse the system, and it breaks Google, and there's a filing. You can see it in the Lumen database. Lumen has nothing to do with it. It was some other company that said there was an f- app that was free on the, that that Mos had on their site. It's just one of those things to watch out for. If you are got clients or if you're in house, people can put DMCA complaints up and Google has to take the site down. And Hopefully it's short. But just another thing that we all have to look out for. And you know what, it's probably not gonna be taught in that, that SEO course by Google.
0: But they will mm-hmm. teach you how to pronounce Moe's.
2: That's what I heard. <laughs> I had to open the tweet to make sure we weren't talking about tacos. <laughs> oh, no, it's M-O-Z. Got Mo's. you.
1: <laughs> all right. And from Search Engine Roundtable, you can now remove personally identifiable information Pi from Google Search, and there's some step-by-step of what you can do if you have confidential government ID numbers, Social Security, bank account, credit card numbers, images of uh, identification docs, your hand, your signature, personal restriction, um, restricted official records like medical records, login stuff like that. So if somebody has that out there, there's now a way to get rid of that, which you know, should have been here sooner in my opinion. YouTube is expanding key moments analytics to the mobile app and you can see live stream cross promotions as well we talked about the key moments coming and it is now here um, and it basically shows like where people are interacting the most with your videos and lastly here in the organic news from Nikki Jumpfly on Twitter she says email about Google Ads Google Merchant Center no more out underscore of underscore stock we use out of stock all the time because just removing an item from the feed still allows the item to show for up to 24 to 48 hours. She got a message saying that um, pr- that many people would use the out of stock and instead they should use the pause attribute. So if you are using out of stock to try to get those out of the feed or out of Google Shopping, you now will want to use pause. So you can see that again in all the links to the stories over on community.marketingclock.com. That's it for organic. What's happening in Social Bud?
2: All right, first up in social this week from Digiday, a marketing briefing. Marketers are weary of Elon Musk's Twitter takeover. Greg, I feel like you want to talk about this. I know you guys talked a little bit about this last week. I love Nicole's take that absolutely everything is political. I feel an injection of a take on it just by Twitter takeover. I'm all for alliteration, but clearly they have an opinion. But I, you want to talk about it, Greg. You talked about it in the main news. You said you did a 180. I want to hear what you have to say. I talked
1: about it before saying like, hey, you know, this person was able to send things to space. Maybe it'll happen. And then it turns out that this person, Elon Musk, is like tweeting about putting cocaine back in (laughs) Coca-Cola. And it's just like, it's just during the podcast. I don't think he actually wants to buy this thing anymore. Like you look at these tweets and it's, that's not what normal people would do. Like, and then like double down and be like, I'm going to it's like tweeting about, it's just very strange to, to be like oh I'm just gonna put the drugs back in the coat in the coca-cola and just treat memes off it's like bro grow up a little like I know everybody's different but like I, I would like it if you take over and make Twitter good I wouldn't like it if it takes it over and is an idiot the whole time
2: he's gonna ruin coca-cola for one thing <laughs> yeah you <laughs> can't or
0: maybe have that. make it better right. Keep your maybe make it better my
2: diet coke. <laughs> yeah nobody touched that but you know like it just doesn't seem like he actually cares
1: or wants to do better. He also has some other tweets saying that businesses and government organizations may have to pay a price, but everybody else can can be free, free which again, I, that's fine, I guess. But I just, just it's it's been so
0: childish. It just I don't know.
1: It's a bummer. Like I like Twitter to be even better. Like get
2: rid of the bots. Stop talking about the Coca Cola.
0: I feel like it probably like went to his head. Like everyone thought his other tweets were so funny, I so know,
2: he just right. like went crazy. I think he's trying to tank it. The emoji. He's
0: trying
1: to tank it. It's he like you know what? This is for what is it? How many mil- billion was it? It's several. It's, I don't know.
0: So he just doesn't want it anymore. Look, as an outsider
1: that knows nothing but yet knows everything, like this isn't what somebody would do if they're like trying to buy something and make it a better place. Yeah. You just. No. Saying things like "Yeah, get rid of the bots and stuff," but then just putting out stupid memes, political memes, and all this stuff. It's like you're not you're not trying to unify people by doing that.
0: But I mean, he brought his mom to the Met Gala red carpet. That's just oh, some... you
1: know what? I didn't know that, so I take yeah, everything I that's just said the back. kind
0: of guy that... you want buying tri- Twitter. You know, I, I don't think know. he always does that. To be fair, takes his mom That's sweet. So. She was lovely. Yeah, He had a pretty good answer to Lala Anthony, who, by the way, should be running every red carpet. She was incredible on the Vogue live stream. I have no idea what you're talking about. Carmella
1: Anthony's uh, wife, former wife?
0: She's so much more than that, Greg. Sorry. Okay. Mm.
2: That's how I know Lala. All right.
0: Every single person Lala that came her that. is like my sister, my family, my friend. Like everyone just loves her.
2: I don't know. Lala is an Ashley Simpson song. You would always bl- will. Be. Oh, that's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> Except at the Super Bowl. I. But I think the like... Super Bowl was. It? it was just a random game, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. She botched it. But you know, again, back when Greg's photo was taken, so. Um, I was I telling you about my conspiracy theory that this is all just a move from Meta to take eyes off them and their shadiness for a minute. I feel like the weirder this gets, the more I believe that, and I just made it up but at what? lunch one day.
0: Okay, that's I don't fun. know what it the does, benefit I have a it lot is, of but, like, but <laughs> what does Elon Musk's mom care about Meta? You know, <laughs> well, she goes to the Met Gala.
2: <laughs> Whoa! Just drop a, a couple of letters, letters yeah. right? I'm just saying.
0: Okay.
1: okay. And then there's like stories <laughs> about how there's. A shadow crew, like egging Elon on to buy this, to like, sh- I don't know, to get their shadow own shadow
0: crew sounds like like your friend, and then he's out there like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's out there like, oh, I got Miami. a shadow crew, I'm going to make merch, and he's probably going to make merch and make another billion dollars off shadow crew
2: merch. Don't I mean, just this isn't real life anymore. What are we doing? I didn't know poison pill was a real term that people used. I thought it was just like they were using it as as no, a phrase. Takeover, so. I know. I've read pill. all about yeah. it on CNBC. Whatever. Um (laughs) here's something else no one is gonna care about. Instagram is testing a new full screen scrollable display of posts and reels. And to quote Andrew Hutchinson, oh wow, what a surprise this is. Oh my god. Look at this. Are you kidding? I've never seen TikTok, but this looks like That is TikTok. That is hilarious. (sighs) It's not hilarious. It's stupid. We'll get more into that. But remember when they changed phones and there was a square (coughs) photo setting and now this is what we're coming to? Yeah. It's a thing. And I don't care like I don't mind scrolling through and having full screen whatever. The interesting thing about this that Ad Hutch coming in clutch pointed out is that stories the only way you know it's a story is like that panels bar at the bottom, so you can swipe through. But the interesting thing about that is that right now there's ads. Every single story I flip through, yeah. there's an ad in between every single one. So this will change that experience if this is where they go with that. Because there's no stories thing at the top. We'll have the screenshot up on the video, but there's no stories panel up at the top. The stories are just part of the full screen experience as you scroll. You'll see reels, pictures, stories, all of that scrolling through.
1: I just get to Instagram and I'm like, where's the cool picture app that I used to like look at like I know. knife makers and see like progression pics and stuff. And there's just more and more garbage just being input it into it's like now they're just putting in stuff that I don't even follow and I just don't I don't want that
2: yeah nobody wanted this nobody asked for that all right speaking of things nobody asked for if hearing that last bit made you really miss the old look of story bubbles at the top don't worry friends you can visit your old pal circles with faces at the top of your screen on facebook but now in your notifications tab from social media today, the social network's latest experiment on this front comes in the form of new stories like notification bubbles within your notifications tab, which alert you to new posts shared by your connections. So it looks like what we used to know stories were, but it's not stories. It's just alerting you that there are new posts from these people. You click it. it seems like you go to your feed. It's just a test. It's really stupid. Everything's being recycled. There's no original thoughts. I hate everything. And I don't know if this is a TikTok feature or not. Y'all can let me know. But it it looks like Instagram Reels is letting you set playback speed when you create them. And there's not a lot of info on this. Some folks replied. This was a tweet from Matt Navarra that shared... Um, from Jonah Manzano where he showed an example of it when he was editing the feed. Some people replied to the tweet, said they, this has been around for a while. Other people said they're still not seeing it. So I don't know if it's new. I don't know if that's a TikTok feature. It's I don't understand it. Like, are you saying that I'm recording this video and then it's always going to play at 2x or am I choosing the options? Users can view it at different speeds. I think it's what they'd view it at.
0: But Seems I have weird. a news piece of news for you. Did you know that my husband listens to our podcast at like 1.5 speed?
2: I How do does too. That make
0: you feel really, yeah. And sometimes, did you know you can slow down podcasts? So I accidentally changed my setting to like whatever's the option below one X, and I thought all the podcasts I was listening to the hosts were drunk. And I was like, "What's happening here?" And then I realized. But I hope nobody's doing that for us. Wow,
2: no, that's crazy. We I'm drunk sometimes, but not like today. <laughs> that's amazing. I I have to listen to it at a sped up. Pace because the only way I can fit it into my commute. You're such a busy girly. I'm not. I just <laughs> only drive for 25 <laughs> minutes each way. Um. All right. Here's a tweet from <laughs> Shauna <laughs> Remple at Shauna Remple. First time I've seen the sponsored space. She says, and she shares a screenshot of a Twitter space, and it looks like there's an ad in it. I, <laughs> How do you even make that? I don't know. Do I get to make that if I use Twitter ads someday? If it gets, like, how is, whatever. Who would want to go to that event, Chevy event for the draft? It was the night before the 2022 NFL draft. You can rate your own ending with the first ever hashtag Silverado, hashtag ZR2, the truck built to take on what's next. I don't understand the tie-in with sports, but I'm sure they paid a lot of money for that.
0: Yeah, I'm busy, so... <laughs>
2: Me too. <laughs> Lastly, here from the Verge, Facebook is shutting down its podcast platform after less than a year. It is simplifying its audio offerings. Creators will be unable to upload new shows to the service as of this week, and the platform will close altogether on June third. I don't know if anyone was actually using this, but I'm lighting a candle for you.
1: All right, now to our segment. Segment here. This segment is called PPC Author Kirk. Kirk Williams has a new book that you can pre-order on Amazon. It's called Stop the Scale, Building a Digital Agency You Actually Like. And from the write-up, he says, If you are getting exhausted by the endless emphasis on revenue or employee growth as the assumed primary goal of every agency owner, then this book is for you. It's a clarion call for agency owners to stop chasing unicorn-like growth and instead focus on serving their clients, employees, friends, and families, and neighbors thus make an indelible imprint on the world. This book is not anti-growth, but does offer an alternative path for the overworked agency owner. So it is Stop the Scale by Kirk Williams, and we all read his previous book and enjoyed it, and if you want, go pre-order his book. Just search for PBC Kirk on Amazon. <laughs> not really. <laughs> Kirk Williams. <laughs>
2: And that brings us to our real life segment, straight out of our accounts and into your earholes. It's time for working hard or hardly working, where we talk about what's going on in our IRL work, good, bad, or otherwise.
0: Uh, this was new to me. I don't know if it's new in general, scratch that. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I was writing an email this week to a client and I wanted to CC Greg who is out of office. And as I was writing it, I don't know if this is only for internal people because we're on the same team or if you could see this for anyone with an out of office, but it showed me as I was composing, Greg's out of office and he's returning
2: Wednesday. I thought that was
0: a really neat feature. That's nice. Yeah.
2: Especially like if you were writing the email just to him, that would be a really Mm -hmm. nice alert.
0: Thanks, Google. Gmail.
2: Working hard. LinkedIn. Document posts. Beautiful. Beautiful post format. Hardly working? Can't boost them. Why would you have this amazing format that somebody could post organic content and then not let us put a little money behind it? Yeah, kind of stupid Augustine's LinkedIn. Obviously thing. His post was that. What is it called? LinkedIn post? I think they're called like documents. That needs to be boosted. It's nice. You can just scroll through. I mean, I, I understand most people probably want to send traffic to their website, but it is a nice way to just let people read something if you think they're going to read it staying in the platform. That's great. Let me boost it though. But you can pay to DM me and I won't read it. Whatever. (laughs) Hardly working in the end, Greg.
1: All right, something that was working so hard, it was hardly working is scripts and rules. We had one client whose sales team can't keep up with the leads. I'm not making that up. They're pausing their paid program because they cannot follow up with the leads. So I paused everything on the 1st of May, or right before the 1st of May, because and then I forgot that we had a couple of those rules and scripts. I checked the morning, things were back on. I thought I was going crazy. Um, the scripts and rules, just double check if you're trying to pause something. Usually you might end a campaign. In this case, they're gonna want to return these things back on, so I didn't want to do that. But I had to remember those scripts and rules, so just a friendly reminder to you out there. If you're trying to pause something, look at the scripts, look at the rules.
2: And now for this week's
1: Cool Tool.
2: As a reminder, our Cool Tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners. And is really, really cool. This week's Cool Tool will help you generate schema without feeling like you need to scream off. Great work. (laughs) Pausing for laughter from (laughs) Chef. Schematra helps you create link and organize markup for your site. You can easily create a network of standards-based machine readable data across your pages with the markup generator and then stay organized with dashboards and visualizations of your schema and how it works together. I've always been really intimidated by this stuff so this looks really really sweet and great for entry-level folks like me when it comes to this. Scheme Mantra is still in beta but for now it is completely free. So if you are interested, you can check it out at SkiMantra.com. But as always, we will have the link in our newsletter as well as on Discord. So pick your poison and check it out. Now it's time for our must-read marketing article of the week, an article so advanced, so in-depth, so detailed, that we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show.
1: This week's must-read marketing article of the week comes from the one and only the BFF of the show 2019 Glenn Gabe over on G squared G S Q I from G squared interactive. Sorry, Glenn. <laughs> um, he's got a new post out there, and it's all about the March twenty twenty two pru called "Analysis of Google's March twenty twenty two Product Review Update," quote pru findings and observations from the affiliate front lines. And Glenn did a super deep dive into everything, including. Refreshes that are needed, linking to multiple sellers, how multimedia, especially video, can help sites. He even had some good quotes in there saying, in the video section, a picture is worth a thousand words and a video can be worth 10,000. Um, and then again, talked about things that aren't included in the algorithm yet, but might or that seem to be showing up more and more, like the multiple sellers. And then there's just a ton here. And then at the end, Glenn does what is the best thing in his post, I think, is the key takeaways and tips. So you can get to the bottom, and then you can have your little checklist of what to do. If you have a site that features reviews, definitely don't miss this. Appreciate it. And Glenn, we just need the moment of uh, appreciation for Glenn here. He puts out so much good algo update content, and just letting you know, Glenn, we appreciate you. So
2: thank you, Glenn.
0: Thanks, Glenn. Do you have a furry fun fact or is this canceled?
2: Oh, we, I have one. I
0: would like to cancel it, but
2: too bad. Please proceed. First of all, shout out to Nicole. Thank you for holding it down last week with the weightlifting rats. I got one for you, Chef. Okay. Rats reach (laughs) sexual maturity after four to five Uh! weeks, meaning that a population can swell from two rats (laughs) to around 1,250 in just a year with the potential to grow exponentially.
0: I literally want to cry.
2: <laughs> I want to get your reaction face on a t shirt.
0: So <laughs> gross. Okay, and now onto our <laughs> playlist of curated songs to work to you can head over to playlist dot to listen to marketing a playlist. I was listening to the immaculate collection today. And um, I need some prayers after that for a fun fact. So I will be adding Madonna's like a prayer. Great pick. Thanks. Yeah, Greg, what is your pick? All
1: right, I was talking to Jess, I was so excited. It was one of the best things that happened on vacation, I found a new band. And I said, Jess, this is one of my strongest recommendations I've ever made to a human being. And it's the band is called crash diet, which kind of fits me quite well. One word, (laughs) one word. It's a Swedish rock metal band. Menachem Ani, you might love this one. And so it's crash diet, and I'm gonna go with the song we die hard as a tribute to you, because Jess, you like the movie Die Hard. And Shep, do you want to listen to this right now and give your reaction? Because I think it's one of the best things I've heard in 2022.
0: It can't be worse than the furry fun fact. (laughs) I'll listen to it. So
1: we'll listen to it right now and then we'll come back with Shep's reaction. All right, Shep, you just listened to the song. What do you think?
0: It wasn't as bad as I thought. It kind of sounded like the singer from the theme song of Phineas and Ferb.
1: (laughs) That's what I was telling you. I don't know what you're talking <laughs>
0: really? about. Really? No, no. No idea. <laughs> no. Well, then why did you say that's what I was telling you? It was a joke. Oh, it was what okay.
1: words Sorry. did you just say? The
0: punchline was a little missed. <laughs> I got it. You know the, the Phineas and Ferb theme song.
1: I don't know the two words you just said.
0: <laughs> They're guys with noses like sporn. It's a really good show. Yeah. How do you? I what? hate cartoons and I like it. Phineas and Ferb? Phineas Furb. and Ferb. There's 104 days of summer vacation. School comes along just to end it.
1: Never seen this in my
0: life. Okay. Well, listen to the theme song. It sounds just like those gentlemen. I bet it's the same people. Um, it's like, what year is it? Exactly. I respect the throwback that they're not trying to be like edgy. Yeah. It sounded oh. like we're in the 80s.
2: It's so... It, I
0: didn't hate that. It's everything.
2: What year is it? It just came out, right? It's new? 2022. New album. Yeah. Fresh. Good stuff.
0: I'm happy for you right. that you found yeah. your
2: passion. <laughs> just. <It's... laughs> I listened to that album twice today because Greg recommended it to me and I couldn't get enough of it. But I knew you were going to choose it. So I picked something different. Plowed by Sponge. What? That's the thing. Why are all these songs like that? That was like an
0: upbeat kind of song. And then he's just talking about death and coffins. Like why? That is life. Whatever happened to We Belong Together? Maybe we don't. (laughs) All right. That does it for today's show. It is
2: now officially not marketing o'clock. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock. If you're looking for more information on today's topic, head over to marketingaclockcom newsletter to receive every single article we cover. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingaclock.com to join. Welcome to this
0: week shooting the heck we're after our famous Friday news show. We don't talk about marketing anymore. We just shoot the heck today we have a fun little challenge. If you didn't know Jess Bud owns a craft beer shop slash bar. I always call it a brewery. It's not it is not we do not
2: make the beer. It's yeah. just a hard it's bottle shop. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, brewed and bottled brewedbottle.com.
2: bottle.com Look it up.
0: Anyway, there she has this unique situation she's found herself in where Per New York State liquor license laws, you have to serve food, right? Correct. We have to offer food. And I just think about this all the time. So what are you serving now and what have you done in the past? So currently
2: our menu consists of some fine Red Baron pizzas. In the past, we have featured uh, ham and cheese hot pockets because that was what was available in bulk. Sorry, vegetarians, of which I'm one. (laughs) Um, And we always have like assorted chips and things, but you have to have a substantial food item. Like an entree level. So chips okay. aren't enough. We have to have these things in the freezer. And at our previous location where we were open three years, we sold three Hot Pockets over the course of that time. We have already hit that as far as serving wow. food in our new location where we've only been open like three months. So okay, food's on the rise for us. It's, it's our fastest growing category. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and Greg want to help you
0: grow it even yes. more. So today we're going to pitch you some ideas. So the only requirements are
2: it has to be, quote, substantial and you don't have a kitchen, right? We do not have a kitchen. We have a food prep area. <laughs> and um, yeah, also just so everyone knows, like we're not trying to make people eat this food. We welcome outside food if you really want to eat. Yeah, I just want to establish that as a customer service. Yeah,
0: template. we had a lunch in there. It was catered. Delicious. It was lovely. Yeah. Okay, let's do three ideas each. You have three?
2: I can, yeah. Okay,
0: my first one's going to shut it down. So I'm just going to get, get it out up. of here. What are the rules? Am I like voting for You're one? You're going to pick one at the end. Is it a
1: face-off? Like we see who went... who.
0: Yeah, one of us is gonna win the other one's a loser. Okay,
1: but are we doing rounds? Or are we doing? Collective? Yeah,
0: let's go back
2: and forth. Okay, okay perfect. which of you is Nicolas Cage?
1: Um,
2: uh, Not me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're <John> trying <laughs> to <laughs> Oh, no, okay. he's a Scientologist.
0: <laughs> okay, Not in the film soup on tap.
1: <laughs> okay, you know what?
0: <laughs> we recently did a <laughs> soup bracket here in the office. Soup is something that really brings everyone together. You need to add another tap to your line. Add broccoli cheddar soup. Done deal.
2: I just imagine the
0: clogging
1: that that's my thing. It's like obviously that's a non starter on a Mm -mm. date. (laughs) It would be a good idea. But the soup that you would have to serve would just be like broth. Broth. It'd be like beef beef broth because anything else would clog a tap up. Yeah. So it's a very creative idea. I love the thought. It's just you don't really think about the execution.
2: I'm I'm not not sure the state would go for that either. Why? It's I don't substantial. Feel, not if it's not just if broth. Not if it's just broth. You can't get any not. chunks in it's it. it's broccoli cheddar. So
1: you have to cut the broccoli up, and then you have to put cut the cheese up, and then put it in with the broth? That doesn't make any sense.
2: And then it's just going to splatter everywhere when you pour it. Like, yeah. there's not a good idea. I mean, I've it,
0: seen, like, unfiltered ciders. You could fit broccoli cheddar soup in a tap. Oh, my God. Okay, imagine terrible, if terrible. it was one terrible. and then like you rotated it with a beard and x month.
1: Oh, oh my God. no,
2: oh it my would God. be a dedicated oh okay. soup line, oh, first of all. You're going to get shut down. <laughs> also, what we have a microwave. Is. Like, just give me a cup of noodles. Okay, go on.
1: All right. So I've got something, a little dish called Best Buds, spelled B-U-D-D-E-S. All right.
2: Like my last name.
1: And people order this and you get a trio of some of the things that people can't resist. Corn dogs, pigs in a blanket, and pizza rolls.
2: Mm. Who wouldn't order that with a beer? That's Best three but. ideas. They're microwaved though, right? So they're a little rubbery because we don't yeah. have like a fryer. Yeah,
1: no, it's microwaved. microwave. Or you can get an air hot fryer. Dogs. If you need an air fryer, I have a recommendation and get you one. And you just put those in and people are gonna go nuts. You can't see corn dogs on a menu and not order those. I know I love
0: corn dogs. You also don't have ventilation, and it's going to smell like fried food. Mm, fair just point. Just saying.
1: Yeah, at least she's not going to shut down.
2: All right. Winner first round. First round, best buds. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Soup on tap makes on- me want to hurl. Literally, I want to pat the <laughs> term soup on tap. It's a genius I'm going to serve it in a glass, too, and make you drink it
0: down. That's the other thing I was thinking about your business. You don't want bowls. You don't want more equipment. You don't mm-hmm. want napkins. Soup on tap, you pour it in a glass.
2: Whatever. I don't sure. know. Yeah. The other thing is our dishwasher is like purely for liquids. Food particles are a big no-no in there, so we got to keep it to disposable um, vessels. Sorry, I've got environment. A dishwasher. It's called your hands and a sponge. Okay, so you you're you're You're, about, you're gonna you're, make me. A, I don't have a grease a trap warning. in my establishment. Okay. Like we are are getting by on the bare minimum with what we're allowed to All do right, here. Next. Okay. This was inspired. I have a one-and-a-half-year-old.
0: All she wants to eat is frozen go-gurt. So I was trying to think of, like, people just love food in tubes like that, but we need to freeze it so the babies will eat it, and it feels good on their teeth. Gravy. We and have
2: a, t- a lot of babies coming in, we too. 90 you 90-year-olds? Order beers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the idea is gravy in a tube. Oh, my gosh. There is... Nothing more disgusting than the thought of <laughs> sucking on a frozen gravy tube <laughs> with a beer. And I don't think that's substantial enough. I don't I'm, think the state would go for that. I'm going down a brooding bottle for one of them <laughs> gravy pops. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh. Disgusting. Again, you wouldn't need bowls or plates. I understand the portability. Just a hand.
1: (laughs) And maybe we could put some like mashed potatoes somehow in the middle and like
2: a popsicle. Ooh, you're making my idea idea better. Like a creamsicle, but the outer layer. is. I'm I'm,
1: going to win with mine here (laughs) because that's disgusting. disgusting. And I'm about to vomit from that. So mine is a little thing called hot or not. And people get a little platter pre-made. You don't have to do any cooking. You can pre-prep this earlier in the day. And it's a platter of three different kinds of cheeses, and three different kinds of pickles, and then crackers to go along with them so they can pair and it could be substantial. And one of them is hot, the (laughs) cheeses, and they don't know. So they try the little cheese, and it's either a not or hot, and it's a fun little game they could do while they're drinking, and the heat will make them drink more, hot or not.
2: Again, I'm actually not sure if cheese and crackers is considered, quote, substantial, but it's... Far more substantial <laughs> than a gravy tube, and I'm going with you. All right. <laughs> I mean, Greg's going to win, but pitch your next idea, Shaq. Okay, my last idea. I just think,
0: again, I don't want anything that you need plates, spoon, bowls. No. So, stealing Greg's cheating idea of a combination of things. I just think shelled foods. You could also add to the ambiance, like um, Texas Roadhouse, where they have the peanut shells on the ground. So, you could have. <laughs> peanut <laughs>
1: Guess. Jess just died inside. If you look on camera, <laughs> she just died.
0: It adds to the ambiance. It covers up some of the debris on the floor so you don't have to sweep as much. You know what's even better? You should get sunflower seeds. People just get yes, on the floor.
2: Sunflower it becomes seeds? the debris on the floor and you have to sweep more. Where's you know, your- Only at end of day. People are going to slip OSHA. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't understand, Shep.
0: My three items are peanuts, sunflowers, and edamame. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you have a name for this <laughs> disgusting platter? Shells galore. Oh. I don't know. Right. No, <clears throat> shells no more. Shell. <laughs> you're going to make my staff have to work so much harder. They'd probably rather cook food than sweep up off. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. off: <laughs>
1: Unbelievable. <is> ridiculous. Unbelievable.
2: <laughs> the state, I'm worried about the, like health code violations at that boy. I don't know how Texas Roadhouse gets away with it. Craig, save us. Another good
1: one here. This just came to my mind. It's going to be the s'more more plate.
2: <laughs> no, he's <where> winning <laughs> on names alone. It's a s'more
1: in graham crackers inside of a very buttery biscuit, right? And if you listen, the last mm. two items here have been vegetarian and easy to, to make. So you put the s'more in the microwave, you warm it up, and you get a little bit of a, a, a cooked marshmallow, some drippy chocolate, but you have the biscuit. So it's actual substantial it's a sandwich. sandwich.
0: How do you make the biscuit?
1: You just buy pre-made biscuits and just cut it in half, mm-hmm. throw it on there. There's this place across the street that makes them.
2: Yeah. Actually, I, that sounds delicious. Whatever. I'm I, never I, contributing any biscuits <laughs> ideas again. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'm not implementing any of these ideas. Our food program is just fine. <laughs> so of Greg's ideas, because you hated mine. S'more and more wins. That's your overall winner? For sure. Who okay. doesn't love a biscuit?
1: And, a, and people would try it. And you could charge 10 bucks
2: you absolutely could. It's gourmet. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: with the tea, gourmet. Okay, well, when somebody comes out with gravy tubes in a couple years, you can just send me a check. (laughs) And we'll see you next week.